The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing good, trying to make it through the final week of classes for this term. Oh, nice, nice, nice. How things been going? Not bad. How's, that, how's that how's that math been treating you? Horribly. <laughs> we need to break up. It's not doing well. I don't understand economics. I don't understand accounting. I don't know. What's happening? Don't know. Can you explain supply and demand to me? Can you explain to me what fucking absolute advantages? I got you in supply and demand. I don't know about that absolute advantages. Uh, The the supply is where all the people want to buy, and the demand is where everybody wants to sell. I know it sounds the the exact opposite of what it should, but yeah. I use that. They're giving me graphs. I use that for my stock trading. That's how I trade my stock. Uh, yeah. They're giving me graphs and like, oh, here's the new supply schedule. And who's the new, the new demand schedule? This is the equilibrium price. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want this. God yeah. damn it. I hate it. Should teach you a, give you a crash course on how to trade options and you'll be a master at that. <sighs> Too much. Too much. <laughs> You know what I like to deal with? Addition. Add more money to my bank account. So a lot. I don't. Don't give me all this. Uh, this other. I don't know what that is. I don't care. Don't know what that is. Not into uh, it. <laughs> the first order operation, right? Addition. Yep, that's it. A little PEMDAS. I got the A. Addition. Don't give me. I don't care about your parentheses. I don't. Don't get it out of here. Give me the adding. Uh. Well, we are brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding our WrestleCast sign. And the NXT cast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. All right, Miss Simi, we're about two weeks away from... Mm-hmm. Takeover 36 happening SummerSlam weekend the Sunday mm-hmm. this year. Uh, SummerSlam will not be taking place on Sunday. It will be taking place on Saturday. So we have a change up in the, uh, in the way things are going to be operating. But before we... They love changing schedules. They love <laughs> doing that. I told you before, I'm like a baby. You, can't, you stop changing my schedules, I get cranky. <laughs> <laughs> But before we can get into the reviews of this week's show, we have Mm -hmm. to talk about what happened on Friday night during SmackDown 
as uh, we're watching SmackDown and, you know, SmackDown is doing what SmackDown does, deliver a great mm-hmm. show as always. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, uh, what's the, the sap guy from the Fightful.com or whatever? He uh, starts tweeting out all of these NXT releases, 12 people in total, but we'll kind of yep. highlight a few of our faves. Um, mm-hmm. First off, Bobby mm-hmm. Fish. Robert. So no more Undisputed Era reunion possibilities in the world. The only man who could make sense of this has been released. Damn it. Why don't you want to, why don't you want Undisputed Era to get back together, Hunter? God damn it. Nick Khan. <laughs> I think it has more to he do just with got Nick back Khan. From a torn titty. What is happening? <laughs> Jesus. He did. He just got back. He had to fight his son. <laughs> and now here we are. Bronson Reed. My thickum. See, this is the first release I saw because I follow him on the Twitters and here I am watching SmackDown, do-do-do-do-do, watching my Bianca, watching Sasha. Oh, look, SmackDown is so good. And all of a sudden, it says, i just been released from WWE. I was just like, excuse the fuck out of me. Excuse me, you were just champion. You were just on Raw. What do you mean you got released? How am I going to get Keith Lee versus Boston Reed now. I want two beefy men slapping me in the words of Big E, and now I can't get it. Why? He was doing so good. Like, his, he had gotten so much better. His mic skills were on point. His wrestling had gotten even cleaner and sharper, just doing all these good big man moves, just on the rise. What did you do? You shot him out of the air. Why? Very upset because I love him. He's so good. I'm pissed. And he he has such a um uh he has such a I'm reading a text from Miss Didi Jonet. I'm a week behind. Oh. Indy is a real one in these streets. Hartwell. Um <laughs> yes. And you know he had he had that good story that they told about how mm-hmm. you know how long it taken for him to kind of get to even this NXT level, which isn't you know the main roster, but you know it's mm-hmm. uh, you know it's the highest level that he's ever had a chance to compete at, and you know he had to overcome you know the you know his body and and not being the typical build that you know most people think of as you know main event type wrestler and they told that great story got the north american title um people were excited for that they were happy to see him um you know get that chance to to shine him at msk put up all the titles against legado uh in the last takeover and that was a very good mm-hmm. match and people were kind of getting the momentum behind him then we started hearing that vince liked him and had him come try out on main event and then he loses the north american title to swerve and everybody's thinking like oh okay 
there's your, you know, there's your guy who's getting ready to get moved up to the main roster. Uh, but then, no, he doesn't. He gets into this mini feud with Adam Cole. And so he loses to Adam Cole and everybody's like, okay, you know, you get a good match with Adam Cole just to prove that you can really, really go. Yep. And then you'll move on. And then instead of moving on, he got released. Yep. Like, what a hell of a freaking trajectory. Like, you're, what, what, what? That really just, mm. oh, it, it gutted me. It took all the wind out of sales of, of a good ass SmackDown because I was like, what? Yeah, it definitely, they could have definitely not chosen the middle of SmackDown to do this. It definitely right. took away from the programming. Uh, especially, I think that was when um, Shinsuke and them were wrestling. And yeah. that match was like, was like didn't even exist because everybody was talking about these releases um right next up uh jack jake atlas like yeah another one who is so good they trotted him out for pride month tried him out for hispanic heritage month and then you just released him after they just had that good, him and Mercedes had just had that good feud that we're going to have with, like, T and Shaw in them. Mm-hmm. And now, bam. Like, really? My my man who flips all over with a colorful-ass jacket, how dare you? Like, he's so, he's another one that's so good. That has so much potential that really could have been, he could have been North American Championship champion. Like he could have been could have a million a good, dollar champion. He beat LA hello, and yeah. Cameron Grimes. Right, like imagine a broad man <laughs> as freaking the million dollar champion. Like <laughs> Kona Reeves. Uh, I don't know if you remember him or not. Um, no. From the uh, EC3 Velveteen Dream era. Uh, but yes, he's one of the longer uh, members of the roster in NXT. He got released. Uh, you were just asking about this person last week. Mm-hmm. And now he is out on the streets. Leon Ruff oh. got released as well. Um, definitely a big factor in the beginning of the year and the and last year the Thunderdome uh, CWC yep. shows uh, Leon Ruff played a big part in that going from just the uh, you know happy to be here guy to mm-hmm. nah man y'all need to take me seriously to being the North American champion the story with Johnny to Damian Priest and everything that entailed with that to you know and swerve. swerve right and the, and the matches that they had so yeah man Leon Ruff did a lot of work in his short time at NXT and it's definitely going to be uh, difficult to see him not be a part of this roster anymore going forward because I thought he had a lot of potential and um, yep. you know got, did a good job of getting the people behind him you know yes my little chicken wing and small <laughs> fact I was watching Up Up Down Down and um, Tabdala he was on there and he said hit row he originally wanted Swerve and Leon Ruff in it oh word and I was like Oh, just at just one more. It put it crap. <laughs> Why? Damn it! He could Swerve could have recruited him, and like it could have been a whole storyline. Like, yeah, we had this whole beef. Maybe we can squash it now because you know now Swerve Scott is a face. So <laughs> they could just they could have squashed it. And he could have been part of it. He could just been like a surprise. 
like they gotta try to like I don't know they maybe eliminate the rest of them and B Fab can defend it because she's all by herself and bam Leon Ruff comes running out in his all his little chicken wing glory and saves him. I could have been recruited in it and I'm angry. Uh, Tyler Rust, uh, you know he's had a couple. Of, Diamond Martin. Yeah, he's had a couple of stops and starts. Um, yeah. He was, uh, you know, Malcolm Bivens was out here trying to uh, get a matches against people he thought that he could beat, uh, mainly people who were coming off of injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. it wasn't working out for him that way. So then they kind of put Tyler Rust on the shelf and then brought him back with the diamond mind. And mm-hmm. now they just chopped him down. He is no longer a part of the roster as well. So that's unfortunate because I really like Tyler Rust. I thought that he, Damn. he was a, a young guy who was really – growing into being a heel and he had uh, Malcolm Bivens there you know helping them along and I thought they made a really good team uh, together they always had some funny uh, interactions and, and, and stuff backstage um, and then last but not least uh, the last notable big name and one of our personal mm-hmm. faves Mercedes Martinez is really that one just Badass biker chick Mercedes Martinez. Really? Like, come on. She just had a banger with Raquel. She had, she just came back. We didn't even know she was able to come back from injury from that kick from Zaya and all this just released. Don't know if she's okay. It's just like, yeah, that's tough that the last uh, memory that we'll have of her won't be a flattering one that she deserves for the time that she right. and, and the matches that she had. Uh, yeah, she had those those banger matches with Raquel. Um, you know, the title matches she had the, in the little stuff she did with Tony Storm mixed in mm-hmm. there too. Um, a lot of people were saying that they were hoping that Legado would try to find them a, 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 a valet to kind of counteract BFAV and, and that yeah. the the person that people were kind of looking towards is like oh maybe they can get Mercedes Martinez and Legado mm-hmm. and then we can have like you know some true like you know what I'm saying real like big faction type deal where you know they got a home girl uh, you know Hit Row has a home girl and then you know they can square off and wrestle and, and we can get some more story um, but yeah, I, I was definitely shocked and amazed um, at this list of people, the names on this list that got released. Um, apparently, yeah. like I told you like a month ago, Vince went to the Performance Center and was hanging out for like three or four days. And apparently oh, what they're saying is that he didn't, he didn't kind of like the makeup of how... NXT has become like a super indie almost. How Damn it. and so he wants to kind of take it back to more of the developmental. Uh, Why? Because it's not shining raw. Definitely that it was meant to be, but I think what his thing is is he wants to bring more people along, like Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Becky, than. Adam Coles and Bobby Fishes and Kyle O'Reilly's that have already been to various promotions and, and have a name and are pretty much considered, you know, darlings already. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Sasha Banks and Charlotte and Bailey and Becky and, um, you know, Roman and 
I'm trying to think of like guys that they just like got their hands on and made. Uh, I guess Big E would be one of those guys. He's yeah, never Seth? wrestled outside of any. No, Seth wrestled in Ring of Honor and a couple of other. Oh, okay. Before he got there, but just you know, they're naturally homegrown, made-up talent from performance center mm-hmm. to main roster. Like Bianca. Right. So I think that's what they're kind of going for. At least that's the that's the word on the street. So we will see. I probably after takeover will probably be where if there if that is true and there is a reset that's going to happen, it would happen then. Great. Great. Very upset. Very upset. Because like they they're just such good talent that just just put by now into the wind, and I'm upset about it. Well, this show starts off on a kind of a down note as we are told that Ember Moon has not been medically cleared tonight. So her replacement... When did she get hurt? I don't know. So we'll have a replacement... (laughs) Uh, for her match and that match is going and her replacement is going to be the number one contender for the NXT women's title Miss Dakota Kai so we have Saray versus Dakota Kai the decapitating dropkick in the rope rocks Dakota Kai but she avoids a second one we see Raquel Gonzalez arriving as Saray gets some roll ups for a two count Dakota Kai has had enough of this and hits the running kick to the face and gets the pin over Saray so after the match, Dakota Kai is getting ready to kick her again, but that's when Raquel Gonzalez sprints in to chase her off. Raquel grabs the mic to say that if Dakota wanted a title shot, all she had to do was ask. She'll get her shot at takeover, but Gonzalez is going to tear her apart. This match, followed by the like little promo, was great. Yo, Saray and Dakota for a match that was that was like unexpected banger banger when they kept having the little back and forth when Saray like put her in that like in her like little submission thing and then Dakota like pulled her hair down just to like get out of it and then when like yo that kick that she does when she kicks somebody's head through that goddamn second rope oh my god I was just like well that's the end and it wasn't (laughs) this was so good I love the near falls I love the back and forth when they were just like there was one point when, like, Dakota was, like, running across to kind of just, like, rebound off the rope. And, like, Saray was, like, she, like, chased her and just, like, kicked her in the head. I was like, shit! It was so good. I love this match. 20 minutes that they started off with just, it wasn't a title shot. It wasn't for anything. It was just a match between two women. And it was great. For 20 minutes. And then guess what? They still managed to weave in another storyline that they were already telling. You know, the way Dakota zoomed out of that ring, I was like, that's right. You know what we we call that? Survival instinct. Yes, you were surviving in the scary movie because Raquel came in, she rolled right out, she was like, bye-bye. Zoom! Was out. Couldn't get caught by anybody. Loved it. I like Raquel's, like, little anger. I was like, ooh, all right, let's go. So, made me more excited. Great opener. Look at that. Women can open the show and have more than a three-minute match. Interesting. Yeah, it's quite a novelty. Wow, what a phenomenon. 
Uh, we look back at Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell finally getting together <laughs> last week. Then we go to meet the parents, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, you heard the news today? <laughs> yeah, I saw he tweeted the picture. I was just like, oh, well, no wonder she lost the title. <laughs> she carried a baby. She got a baby coming. I was yes, like, oh. Baby wrestling is uh, is what they're, they're deeming it. <laughs> That's adorable. So Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are not happy. They have done everything for the way, <laughs> even buying this house, so they could have their own rooms. And and, and and Austin Theory's out there running around in the woods. They don't know where he's at. I was like, go find him. The doorbell rings, and it's Dexter Loomis with flowers, <laughs> black roses, but flowers nonetheless. <laughs> like so. And of course... He's as talkative as, as ever. Um, uh-huh. So uh, Johnny Gargano goes into the whole Robert De Niro spiel from meeting the parents. <laughs> like, you know, they have to stare down, which, of course, he's going to lose. <laughs> and then, you know, he starts going to the, you know, what are your intentions for my daughter? And you need to have her back here by 10 and all that stuff. So, so he's putting on her makeup, getting ready in the mirror. And Candace is trying to persuade her uh, otherwise. And she's like, well, do you have protection? And she's like, I'm a former tag team champion. I don't need protection. I'm strong. I was like, and she flashed those muscles. I was like, yes, you are. Hello. Hello, arms. I love this. This is hilarious. So Johnny's like, you better take her to a nice restaurant and have her back by 10. So Indy and Dexter, of course, they strike out on their date. And Candace and Johnny are following them <laughs> of course they are oh this was hilarious and he was just like no we have to do it listen austin is out there by himself naked in the wilderness i was like go find him go find him he doesn't know how to live on his own right. and then like the walkie-talkie part oh yeah we gotta get like, that <laughs> this is great See, I said that I would enjoy Dexter Loomis more if he had a buddy or a person who understood him. And I was like, there she is. There it is. Because I'm invested. I'm in Dex all the way. <laughs> I still, I don't get what she sees. But listen, but I'm invested. Apparently, uh, Jade to the Max <laughs> and Miss Didi Jonay do, though. They, they some Dexter Loomis stands. <laughs> Explain it to me. I don't get it. <laughs> 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 uh hit row now this was very questionable to me it looked like mm-hmm. they were in one of those like um track you know those storage bin containers that people use yeah for different things you know offices mm-hmm. uh storing mm-hmm. their you know whatever uh you know storage type of buildings well they had like a barrel that was on fire and there was smoke right there, and it's like do y'all have the proper carbon monoxide people? Right, I'm like, this promo? y'all are gonna die. Hello, is there <laughs> is there vents? <laughs> like I was like the carbon monoxide, guys. So <laughs> get out of there. So of course, uh, they're taking issue with what Esco Santos Escobar did last week, where he reached in the mouth of Swerve and stole his grill. They said they disrespected Hit Row and they disrespected their culture. So uh, they got something that they want to prove and show too. So Swerve has uh, one of uh, a luchador mask and he throws it into the trash can that's on fire. And uh, yeah, so I guess it's on. 
I was like, ooh, ooh spicy. <laughs> Always spicy. Ooh, love it. Uh, Ilya Dragunov is here for his first time in NXT. He talks about putting his rage into everything he has, including his fist. He says that TakeOver, he will make the impossible happen, and you will see violence and rage. An unbeatable kingdom will fall, and Walter will be defeated for that UK NXT UK championship. Well, I said, slow your roll, little man. (laughs) Well, here comes Pete Dunne to interrupt and talk about how he carried the uh, UK wrestling scene on his back. He is the real star, but Dragunov says Dunne never could beat Walter, and Dragunov will do that at TakeOver, but that's in 12 days. How about tonight he showed Pete Dunne what this is all about? Dunn says Dragunov isn't making it to take over. Ooh. You I know was like, well? Pete Dunn is the baddest man in all of NXT. <laughs> and just still just as orange. <laughs> Love him, but goddamn. He probably, during the pandemic, just, you know, had one of those fat kid deals on that spray tan. <laughs> but he's always been this orange. <laughs> Since the day I laid eyes on that man, he was orange. He's never not been orange. <laughs> oh, goodness. But I love you, Pete Dunn. Again, one day you're going to smile. You're going to smile one day. I believe it. Uh, good way to introduce Dragunov to the crowd yeah. ahead of the takeover to get the United States crowd familiar with him because I don't know how many mm-hmm. people who watch it, this version of NXT like we do regularly actually tune in to watch UK. I know there's a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. who do and, and they're very familiar with Dragunov but uh, it's a good way to get I'm not. <laughs> good way to get the television audience and the audience at the CWC uh, introduced, to, introduced to him, get him out in front of those people and uh, mm-hmm. give them a match to show what he can do inside the ring as well as the strong pro I thought that promo was pretty yeah. good as well. Did uh, a good job. I was like, all right, little man. You talking spicy against my Walter, but I like the spiciness. LA Knight. I also enjoy the accent. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear about the butler getting attention because Knight is the real star around here. Now put the title on his shoulder already, and Cameron Grimes' spirit just dies a little bit more as he's Aww. stuck in this purgatory that he can't get out of. He is. My boy. Save him. So LA Knight versus Andre Chase is our next match. The blunt force trauma, the headlock driver (laughs) finishes Andre Chase in about 35 seconds. Uh, After the match, Cameron Grimes has to wipe LA Knight down. And here's Ted DiBiase to interrupt. DiBiase says that Grimes can do all kinds of things better than being a butler. He believes in Cameron Grimes, just like all these people do here. Knight asks what the point of this is, but DiBiase thinks Knight needs to put the title on the line one more time. This doesn't sound good to L.A. Knight, but he'll finally, he says he's going to put it on the line for a third time with one condition. When he wins, Ted DiBiase will become his mm. butler. Stakes. Uh, mm. <laughs> despite Cameron Grimes trying to talk him out of it, DiBiase says that he has a lot of money and he's putting it on Cameron Grimes so LA Knight is on. I love the progression of the storyline because now like they, they're like making us we already wanted Cameron Grimes to get that championship so he lost it and then seeing like what he has to go through like just being like humiliated and doing all that stuff. And then Teddy DiBiase being the old wise man, like, come on, 
believe in yourself. And then now added stakes because now if he doesn't win, his kind of like mentor has to take his place and be humiliated now. So it's just like it makes it more like um, meaningful when he does win it. I believe in you, Cameron. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to definitely be a, um, a interesting dynamic now that they've put Ted DiBiase up in, into the mix yeah. all the way now, not just kind of being the the old wise gentleman trying to come through and give Cameron Grimes these little, you know, tidbits of information. Um <laughs> So, you know, I don't know uh, how this is going to work out. Um, that leads us to Gigi Dolan. Uh, uh, she is ready to destroy Io, Shir- Io Shirai and drops a rose. Um, very interesting Priscil- Priscilla-, yeah. Priscilla Kelly here uh, calling out Io Shirai. You know what I mean? Right. But, I was you know, like, ooh. If you if, like, already? if you if you new here and you're trying to make a name for yourself, you might as well go ahead and sh- aim for the stars, you know. Exactly. <laughs> like at first, I wasn't sure she was talking about some like because she said and we. I was like, who is we? Do you have another personality? Who's who's we? <laughs> and then she was just like, oh, I, I was just like, okay, I guess she has a tag partner. <laughs> I was like, who is we, baby? Right. <laughs> who are you talking about? But it was it was interesting. I was like, okay. Calling out EO, you know that's not a good idea. You call out EO, she gonna show up. She gonna show up and be like, "What's up? I heard you were looking for me. We have wrong." <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> so... she, she sure will slide up in the middle of your next interview, <laughs> right? And be like, "Hey," just punch you in the back of the head. Right, right. Uh, so that leads us to Gigi Dolan versus a newcomer, Amari yeah. Miller. Uh, you didn't like, watch uh, what's next from today, but she took over the show for like a little. Oh, bit. did she? Yeah, her right. and Mackenzie Mitchell are both from Missouri, so they had like that in. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh-huh. yeah, she, she could tell she was she was kind of nervous. Give me one second. Oh. So she tells the story about meeting um, Alicia Taylor at like a live event, mm-hmm. and how she thought uh-huh. Alicia Taylor was rude to her because she was Alicia oh. Taylor was trying to interview her and she was like eating. Uh-huh. And so Alicia Taylor asked her a question, and she was like, well, I was right in the middle of eating. And then there was like, well, Alicia Taylor was like, well, it was the pre-show, and <laughs> I was coming through trying to ask you, like, who you wanted to see, who you were excited to see, and then I asked you the question, and then you ate your popcorn. So they have... <laughs> <laughs> little, little. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, so you have to watch it. And so, like, at the very end, right... Like mm-hmm. Amari Miller is like, she's not leaving. She's not like leaving the set. So they're like looking around. So they do uh-huh. they, they do the exit again, and uh-huh. he's still sitting there. So he's Taylor grabs her phone and picks it up and is like, "Hello, hello. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go." And so they both walk off the set. Amari Miller's like, "You're not even talking to anybody." I know you're not talking to anybody. So then she kind of just like takes over the set and like, you know, is trying to, you know, figure out different ways to say what's next. And and they're messing with her. So like every time she thinks it's one camera, it's another one. So she changes position and looks at that. (laughs) And then it's another. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of good. Get her a taste of her personality. Introduce her. That's awesome. 
Yeah, a little bit of uh, character building with her, so that was good. Uh, so she's oh, I gotta watch that. versus Amari Miller. A few forearms set up in a domino stretch, which Donlin snaps down into something like a crucifix bomb for a pin. Yeah, it was kind of like an abdominal stretch, and then she like, I don't even know what she did. She like, yeah, kind of. I, I can't even explain it. It wasn't like a roll up, but it was more like a slam. Yeah. She like folded her up like halfway and stuff. Just like, girl, <laughs> ouch! Right, right, right. But uh, she looked impressive, and um, they showed a tweet from Mandy Rose congratulating her on her win. So I was hoping they would have they would kind of follow up because she has uh, the, mm-hmm. the JC Jane girl who kind of uh-huh. is trying to act like um, Anna J to me. Was the like yeah. kind of trying to go off some Anna J vibes, but uh, I was oh, yeah, yeah. That they were gonna like you know develop this little faction a little bit more because like what I thought mm-hmm. was gonna happen was like Frankie Monet, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and Jessica Mayer were trying to become like this super faction, but that's, yeah, that's gonna happen. Right, like I thought they were gonna like maybe attack or something, establish themselves as a tag team. Right. That way, when because she called out EO and she was like, she's like looking to be at the top. I thought they're, you know, they're coming for the, the tag team championships. I thought they were going to try to like establish themselves, but nope. I was like, all right, well, good showing. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right. Um, so, on another thing that didn't make the show, uh, speaking mm-hmm. of Frankie Monet, so Frankie Monet and Jessica Mayer are watching Dexter and Indy go on the date, uh-huh. and yeah. um, Jessica Mayer kind of throws it out there like, man, that Indy Hartwell, if I ever get a chance at her, I'm definitely, I oh. know I could take her or whatever, and so Frankie Monet's like, hmm, oh. and then Robert Stone comes in, and he starts talking, and he's like, Dexter Loomis, he was like, I could beat him, I, I could beat him in like two minutes. <laughs> And so Frankie Monet <laughs> is like pondering even harder, and then she's like, "Okay, I gotta go." So it looks like she may be trying to set them up for some downfall. Ooh. See, when you said Indy Hart, if I had a chest, I was just like lesbians, but no, that was weird. Oh, God. <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> I was like, "No, that's not what's happening." You mean they're gonna wrestle each other? Okay. <laughs> right. I got really excited. I was like, "Ooh." But no, but ooh, let's see them wrestle because they're both real tall. Ooh, yeah, all those legs. Yeah, it would yeah. definitely be, um, you know, an even matchup and mm-hmm. a fresh matchup. So yeah, yeah, I'm always here for that. So we we'll go back. Breaking, to- I'll set that man up. <laughs> oh yeah, Robert Stone <laughs> is about to get brutalized. Annihilated. <laughs> Uh, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell are at the restaurant where Indy orders half of the menu <laughs> for appetizers. She's all about the chicken fingers. Uh, she yes, then, she so then overhears Candice LeRae on a walkie-talkie and throws out Candice LeRae. So then Johnny Gargano comes up to like as their waiter with this bad wig and mustache <laughs> on. And she definitely notices him and so she kicks him out of the restaurant as well. Uh, he came up with such a fake name. She was like, Johnny, he was like, no. John Banzo. <laughs> Who is that? Johnny, no. <laughs> it was hilarious. I love this whole scene. Oh, the chicken fingers <laughs> catching freaking candles behind his big ass menu. <laughs> oh, all of it. He was just like, you know what? No cake for you. 
This was great. I love this, all these segments. Uh, William Regal is here for the face-to-face between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby. O'Reilly and Adam Cole come out with security, including Parker Bordeaux, Ooh. the guy who looks like Ooh. young Brock Lesnar that they've seen oh. developmental, but he's never done anything. Oh. Well, now he's security. Yes. Regal says the match is going to be a two out of three falls match, and they both get to pick a stipulation each, with Regal picking the final stipulation. O'Reilly picks a one fall to a finish with only pins or submissions because losing that way would hurt Adam Cole more than anything. Adam Cole picks street fight because he needs to hurt Kyle O'Reilly, and he says they don't won't even need to know the third fall because they won't be getting that far. O'Reilly talks about how he learned to go after people from Adam Cole, who doesn't think O'Reilly has that killer instinct. The brawl is on, and Regal says he knew this would happen, so the third fall will be inside a steel cage. Yes, Adam Cole was so mean to Kyle. <laughs> I was like, Kyle. <laughs> Leave him alone. Let me be to him. I don't it. Oh, Lord, yo, that crowd, they just kept chanting Adam Cole. I was just like, you better chant Kyle O'Reilly. Chant Kyle O'Reilly, goddammit. <laughs> Give him some love. Oh, this was brutal. I'm excited. Oh, they're going to try to kill the hell out of each other. Ooh, this is going to be really good because it's going to give you like the technical not wrestling with the submissions and it's going to give you like the hardcore like street fight thing and then it's just going to be ultimate brutality in that steel cage because you know it's going to end with a steel cage you can't have their stipulation be a steel cage and them hoes not use it so ah it's going to be a lot this could be like half of the takeover right here yeah that's what I'm thinking I was just like ooh just one match like yeesh because they are, there's gonna be Joe versus Karrion Cross. There's Raquel and Dakota, and probably just this match. And oh, there's um, the the for the Million Dollar Championship. Plus, I think Kushida. So it's just like, damn, that's a lot. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher don't like Oni Lorcan and Ridge Holland trying to be them. Holland and Lorcan aren't the two of them, but they'll learn the lesson. School is in session, and I think that it's going to be Timothy Thatcher taking on Ridge Holland in a match. And then Tommaso Ciampa throws a chair. Stop throwing chairs! <laughs> He's always throwing a chair. Stop! <laughs> All these tantrums for nothing. Can you just not have a conversation with the camera? <laughs> Thatcher was just sitting there. He just he just said words, and then he smiled. Why'd you throw a chair? Why are you so angry? <laughs> Oh, angry white man. Relax. <laughs> MSK finally decided to come to work. Listen. <laughs> uh, go after my nephews. <laughs> they interrupt Imperium and mock their serious style. <laughs> they say if Imperium wants the tag team titles, just come get them. Yes, I loved it. They're like, wait, no, we, we can't do this. I can't even finish this. You know no, how we, no, no. You know how we, you know how we always, people are always trying to figure out what MSK means, what it stands for. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So Kylet Wren, shout out to him. Uh, he mm-hmm. says it stands for Marijuana Smoking Kids. Oh. And I mean, this particular promo didn't dispel that because they had the smoky scene like uh, that 70s show. I'm, 
in the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it they was definitely all in did. lime green, too. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's making a strong case for Kylo Ren. You're making a strong case. I like this promo. It made me laugh. It was funny. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, Odyssey Jones versus Trey Baxter in the semifinals breakout <laughs> tournament. Uh, Odyssey Jones avoids a dive off the top rope and hits a corner splash. Jones picks him up and spins him into a rock bottom, and he gets the win over Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter tried hard. Good, good job, good effort. He did. He did try. I was like, oh, all this hair flipping you're doing and this smile's not going to help you. Oh, there you go. See? <laughs> he did try, though. He tried to do a cute little flip. Didn't work. Didn't work. Um, Odyssey Jones. Yes. Let's give a big shout out to our new uh, object of our creep cast affections, Miss Samantha. <laughs> Uh, she was the interviewer for the post-match interview where Odyssey Jones is all fired up about his win. He's moving on to the finals, and he gives a shout-out to his mama. Mama, I made it! <laughs> that was so cute! Yes. I liked it. I, I just really saw her hair. I didn't see much more. Okay. So I was just like, hmm. Yeah, Let's then, see. Face camera more. Then we did some research and found her Twitter accounts and um, oh, okay. found all the medias. So, yes. <laughs> all the medias! Yes. But I did like her dress, and yes. her hair looked great. Yes. So I was just like, hey. Yes. Uh, at Samantha <laughs> the Bomb, if you want to uh, do your own investigating. Okay. Samantha. And that's, the... that's T-H-E, like the phonetically right bomb, not the slang. Oh, I see it. Oh, hello. Hello, and you're ethnic. Hello. <laughs> Look at this hair. Look at this pink. Look at these eyes. Hello. Okay. Ooh, she got arms. She has a little picture where, like, she got muscles. Ooh, yes. See? Creepcast. I told you. Approved. Yes, yes. Uh, Boa is ready to hurt someone. Uh, I guess Zia Lee may be. Yeah, she's still hurt because remember when Raquel uh, did the twist an elbow and they had. Oh. So oh, that was real hurt. hurt. Yeah. Oh uh, no. William Regal announces some title matches next week. MSK is going to defend the tag team titles against Imperium, and Roderick Strong Yay. is going to challenge Kushida for the cruiserweight title. So we have Boa, Boa versus Drake Maverick. Uh, we get the big flip dive to the floor that drops Boa, but then Mei Ying blows the mist in the face of Drake Maverick mm. behind the referee's back. Boa then Oopsie. kicks Maverick in the head and pins him and gets a win. So good for Boa. Mm. Sorry for Yes, good for Boa. Yeah, he ain't had a break since he almost got released like a year ago. He <laughs> <laughs> had one break since. But hey, he's on TV almost every week. Don't matter if you're losing, you're on TV. That's that means right. you can pay more. That's right. Girl, good for you. Hey, Boa. I was just like, okay. This was your first foray. Kind of like, this was his debut match, yeah? Because I haven't seen him wrestle before. Uh, He's probably had like maybe one or two other matches. But <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's been a featured player uh, <laughs> constantly on uh, NXT television. So. so Interesting. We need more Asian representation. So I'm here for it. There you go. Uh, we go back to the restaurant where Dexter has Indy laughing <laughs> and it's time for dessert. So that's when uh, Johnny is the waiter in the wig and mustache. 
Andy doesn't buy it. Uh, he insists that Dexter pay for the dinner. The cake, of course, goes into Dexter's face by mistake. And Johnny Gargano says, see you at home. And then he bails out. Andy Hartwell eats some of the icing off of Dexter's face and goes in for the kiss and covers the camera up as she does. Yes! Get your man! (laughs) This was cute. This was hilarious. And then it was cute. I was just like, look at Dexter smiled a little bit. I was like, ooh, look look at you. Come on, emotions. (laughs) One, a tiny bit of it, but I see it. I see it. Maybe he'll open up more. One day he'll say a word. Like, hi. Maybe. (laughs) Like, hello, my name is Dexter. We're we're still waiting. We're still waiting. Still waiting. Video uh, on Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross. Joe wants to end the chaos, which Cross says is Joe wanting to control everything. Cross talks about Joe getting his second chance, but he is ending NXT's past because everyone pays the toll. Tick tock. Shut up, Karrion Cross. You was trying to talk about how, oh, I'm the one that brought the cast. No, you're not. This bitch was chaotic before you got here. Shut up. <laughs> take credit for nothing. Can't take credit for nothing. Like, this was all a part of his grand plan to bring chaos to NXT. To blah, blah. Shut up. Be quiet. Get choked out. You're a bitch. I'm going to say it again. Karen <laughs> Cross is a bitch. I hate him. They've done a good uh, job of getting people wanting to see him get choked out. Now they just yep. need to uh, pay it off. Follow all. through. Yeah. Yeah. Follow through with that choke out. Talking about Samoa, me and Samoa Joe are the same. Excuse me? <laughs> don't you ever, don't you ever in your little freaking mark-ass life <laughs> ever disrespect Samoa Joe in this way that you are the same. He is exponentially better than you. He talks better than you. He looks better than you. He wrestles better than you. He is more dynamic than you. And we like him. So ch- who shouts your name? Who chants your name? Nobody. Do you know what they chant? They chant Samoa's Joe name. They say Samoa Joe is going to kill you. Do they say Karen Cross is going to kill you? No, because no one cares about you. Be quiet. <laughs> Give us Scarlet. Get out of here. Leave the belt. Leave Scarlet. Go off into the sunset. <laughs> no one cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, brings us <laughs> to Pete Dunne versus Ilya Dragunov in our main mm-hmm. event of the evening. Woo. The 6-1 clothesline fails because, of course, Pete Dunne has been working mm-hmm. on Dragunov's hand and he can't gri- grip the rope to do, do the swing around. Uh, a suplex Ooh, sorry, I'm gonna is, <laughs> okay, is countered. <laughs> into Dunn's cross arm breaker, which is countered into a bridging suplex for a two count. The top rope backsplash connects, and here's Walter. Dunn can't get the bitter end, but he can counter the uh, torpedo Moscow, and then the bitter end connects to finish off Dragunov. Um, British strong style at its finest. This was so good. It was I was like, all right. Shit in. Oh my god, all these, I was just like, ow, oh, that hurts, oh, oh, everything looks so painful, and just like, stiff, (laughs) and just like, you get hit with one of these shits, you are down, and I was like, damn, Yes. I was like, all right, little man, (laughs) you got it, I want to see more of you. It was definitely a high 
caliber match uh, between two guys who are very good at what they do. Great technical wrestlers, mm-hmm. great mat submission guys. Um, so yeah, British strong style, man. They definitely tore it down. Uh, you could tell yeah. that the crowd they just weren't familiar enough with yeah. dragging off to really like mm-hmm. fully get behind them. But they right. by the takeover match. I think they definitely will be behind them. Yeah, because like in the beginning, because I think a lot of people really like Walter. I Walter so much. I saw him on there. I was just like you, (laughs) you tall evil man with the chops. Me and you, we see each other. (laughs) Yes. And when he walked his ass out, that was just like Walter. (laughs) And I only saw him wrestle like twice, (laughs) and I'm a stand. So, but. Little man dragging off. I was just like, all right. All right, little blondie. I see things. I'm going to look up more of his matches because, wow, he gave, uh, gave gonna, a show. If you're gonna, gave a show. If you're going to watch any match, watch the Walter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The first one. The- I tried. That's the one I did try to see. All I saw was, like, people's random highlights and, like, oh, and, yeah. like a montage of music over it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to have to go to the uh, – unfortunately, you're going to have to go to your Peacock and pull it up. <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, do it, I hate Peacock. I know. Uh, <laughs> Give I, me the WWE Network back. It was so easy. <laughs> Such a good interface. Uh, after the match, Walter goes after Dragon Off, but he gets caught with the Tormito, Torpedo Moscow to send him to the outside. Uh, Dragon Off holds up the title, and that's how we end the show. Woo! Great ending. Great ending. I'm kind of here for this little UK takeover because they showed out. They showed out. Yeah, they definitely here uh, for it. highlighted them in a very, very good way where uh, definitely made you care about this, uh, you know, UK title match. Even if you weren't invested before, you definitely mm-hmm. got to be invested now after watching that banger yeah. match between yeah. dragging off Pete Dunn and then the interaction with Walter and him even mm-hmm. after that grueling match happened enough to kind of take down Walter. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is going to be a heck of a matchup when those two finally do meet on that big stage at TakeOver. And you know oh, yeah. that they're going to, uh, you know, turn it up. If their last match mm-hmm. was eight, you know they're going to be going for like a 10.5 on this one. Yeah, that makes sense. And I really loved that moment in the match when, like, Walter came out and Dragonel's face went on. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he looked so diehard and over. He was like, bitch, I was, I, why? Why are you here? <laughs> I looked so like, <laughs> exactly. Just the pure, like, frustration and just like, God damn it. <laughs> I really enjoyed this moment. I like when they, like, sprinkle, like, emotions and things into, like, the match where you're just like, where you see it. So that was that was uh, kind of like a cherry on top of like how great that match already was right. for me. All right, definitely a, a great way to close the show and yeah. to, um, like I said, highlight get him in front of the crowd so they can be mm-hmm. more familiar with him and not just like you said see the random highlight packages or the vignette packages but actually be able to see his moveset see his toughness see his rage mm-hmm. and violence so yeah, yeah great great way to to set that up 
great way. All right, Miss Simi, I'm going to turn it over to you now for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to you guys in the hashtags because your commentary is always A1. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Of course, shout out to the listeners. And just, you know what? Shout out to Dragonoff because I'm a new fan now. Shout out to you, sir, because that was a very, very great showing. Well, they have accomplished <laughs> what they needed to. Uh, with you becoming a new fan of Dragon Off. Uh, yeah. So I'd like to give a shout out to, first of all, the new patrons uh, that have joined Yay! the the patronage over the last uh, week or so. Definitely appreciate you guys supporting the podcast and the WrestleCast. Uh, so continue to look out each and every week for that extra content that can only be found on patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Become a patron and you can get me and Miss Simi reviewing AEW Dynamite each and every week and also random before and after conversations that we have here <laughs> before the recording. Some about wrestling, some not. Just depends on <laughs> the flavor of the day and uh, <laughs> the co-host and, you know, what's going on. So, always some good content over there on the Patreon page. So, please, please, please check it out. Become a patron. Yes, Help yes. support the CSPN and the WrestleCast. Um, I'd just like to also shout out uh, Miss J to the max, Mr. Mo to the yeah. underscore Reese, Miss Simi yeah. here, uh, also classic materia, Miss Didi Jonay, Sam and Greg and Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Uh, give always. a shout out to Miss Jupiter Julep and Miss Madame Lizette, Miss V, Queen Mel Mindy, uh, Nisi, Miss Cammy D, Kylet Wren, Mike Fresh, um, and everybody else who uses the hashtag, who joins us in a Twitter spaces shares our commentary with color with us greatly appreciate it glad that everybody can uh, join us each and every week also we are trying to get together a wrestlecast fantasy league over on the espn uh fantasy league site so if you so i saw that <laughs> yes so uh the only uh caveat we have is that if you do join that the team name either be a tag team or a team of a faction old school new Ooh. school doesn't matter uh, i think we have about five or i think we got five available spots open right now so uh hit me up on the wrestlecast twitter account if you'd like to join us in our fantasy football league this year uh we need these spots filled so we can have a, have our draft on the 28th and then our season will start on the uh, 11th i think it is so looking forward to hopefully filling up these roster spots and then uh, we can get the league going and we'll have updates uh, throughout the season uh, as we uh, progress in the fantasy football league but first we have to fill up the league so please uh, hit us up so you can get in, get in and be a part of our fantasy football league this year um yeah. I was going to ask, hey, do you need to know about sports? But clearly you do. Or I was going to be team bad. So if anybody wants to be team bad and, you know, join the sports on my behalf, do it. Because right. I don't know nothing. Right. Maybe you could be like, a co <laughs> you could like co-manage with somebody. Oh, I could be the water girl. I'll give y'all water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a fantasy football cheerleader. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. 
I'm great at hyping people up. I'll do it. <laughs> so, yes. So, yeah, the, the Wrestle, if you, you know, follow us on Twitter, you can see the link and click on the link and sign up and become a part of the Fantasy League. So, hopefully, we'll get this thing filled up and we'll have a lot of fun uh, competing in the WrestleCast Fantasy Football League this year. So, for my yeah. host, Miss Simi, <laughs> I am your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT Cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtags. This all started when Legato started talking real spicy. Behind our backs. We tried to let this go. But then y'all went and jumped out and swerved. Behind our backs. Because you knew damn well that if we pull up on y'all face to face, we turn y'all teeth into chicklets. The moment you put your hands inside my mouth and snatch down my grill, you not only disrespect and swerve, mm. you disrespected hit row, mm. and you disrespected our culture. Facts. Ha, 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 ha,